low elite action taker. Let me ask you this question. Would you speak to that fuckboy or girl perhaps at the same level that you would speak to the one? When I say the one, you know exactly what I'm referring to. That person that makes you kind of come to a screeching halt in perhaps your fuckboy or fuckgirl ways, right? And makes you do a complete about face, makes you want to, even more so than you should already want to, show up and be your best and bring your best. That person that you could see yourself building with, laying major foundations and building upon those foundations with that person. Would you speak to those two people at the same level? Highly unlikely, whether subconsciously or consciously. You also, if you're anything like me, likely have separate groups of friends, which for one reason or another, you don't necessarily intermingle, you know, and have them come together unless it's like a big birthday party. So for example, my great friends that I have still from ultrasound school, we talk about life, we talk about our relationships, we talk about our children. They may ask how my business is going, but I don't sit there and talk business with them. Now, on the other hand, my friends that I have been so blessed to come across that have businesses or have different goals that are of the of entrepreneurial nature or even just leadership, even if they're still in a corporate atmosphere, right? Those conversations tend to look a bit different. I tend to talk to them at a different level about entrepreneurship and leadership versus my marriage versus, you know, how the kids are doing and even full transparency right here on this podcast. We're sitting here and I'm talking to you conversationally. We're having a casual conversation. This is at a different level than if you took the step and you came a layer deeper and decided to join the She's So Blessed Mindset group, for instance, where I have trainings, where I go live once a week, my ladies get to, and some gentlemen now, (laughs) my ladies and gentlemen get to see my face, they get to more fully be in my energy and I get to be in their energy as well, and I have a truly interactive live. It's a different level. As a homeschooling mother, And there's not a huge age gap between my children. My daughter is 10 and my son just turned nine. They are two levels. So while certain things like science and history, I talk to them at the same level about, math and ELA are quite different. I go into those things at a deeper level with my daughter than I do with my son. And so when I have men and women who come up to me and say, well, you know, what do I give away for free? versus what do I put behind a paywall in my business? And I will say that the homeschooling experience that I have is a unique life experience, but it gives me an even deeper level of understanding as to the different levels from which, and even different perceptions from which, you can talk about a topic and still make it something that people will come to pay for. Even when in the free version of it, you're offering shifts and a certain degree of insight. I like to think about it like this, and this is why it's important to understand that most of the time in your audience, you're going to have a combination of high intent, mid intent, and low intent buyers, and also those who are problem and solution savvy, those who are at a mid-level, and those who are (laughs) blissfully unaware. 
that they have a problem, let alone solutions for the problem. Now, think about if you have children or if you have nieces or nephews or maybe you're a teacher, you're somewhere in the education system, right? Think about the little posters that you have on the wall of a daycare, for example, or of a nursery school or a kindergarten, where they have the little pictures of faces, the mad face, the sad face, right? The angry face, the scared face. And then they have the name of the emotion underneath for that level. That is teaching. That is a, oh, that's what this is moment. Now, as you progress, what do you start to talk about in terms of emotion? Well, for example, at the level my children are at, we talk about health. We talk about our four pillars of health, right? Emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical. And so now, obviously, we're still talking about emotions, but emotions, you know, we go at it from a deeper level than just, oh, this is the face and this is the name of the emotion. It's how to create safety in feeling those emotions, how to manage those emotions, how to understand and start listening to what those emotions are telling you. And for their level, that's like, ah, yet you see how many more levels we can go with this, right? We can go to the depths of the doctoral in human behavior and psychology, but we're not going to do that for my 10 and 9-year-olds, are we? No, we're going to save that for the doctorate students. And so when you're talking to your audience and you're presenting something, there are the layers in which you can break it down where you're still giving them something that is extremely helpful. You're still giving them something where they can create a micro result, where they're having a little light bulb moment. And yet, you're still allowing yourself plenty of room to entice them to come out of the shallows and into the depths with you. If you think about your own learning journeys, whether it was in elementary education or higher education, just think about whatever it is that you majored in perhaps, even if it was a, an extracurricular activity, a sport or something like that, think about the level at which you were taught it or introduced to it, and then the different layers that then continued to be unveiled to you that took you deeper into your potential mastery of that as you went along. Was there ever really an end? Not really, right? There's always more to learn. And so what I find to be a better question than, okay, how much do I give away for free? You know, where do I create the cutoff point between what I offer for free and what comes behind a paywall and, you know, a high ticket paywall? I have better questions. So one of the questions is, going to be something that forces you. And let's be honest, we need this in the industry. We need this in the online space, which has run amok. Okay, this question is going to force you to be more specific with yourself and to not just say, hey, I'm for anyone and everyone, because I know plenty of entrepreneurs, plenty of coaches and consultants out there, uh, you know, in the business space, of course, who will sit there and say, Oh, you know, you're not supposed to be for everyone. You have to pick a niche. You're not for everyone. There are going to be people who get better results with you than others, but yet and still, they have a million trap doors where you could just, you could just essentially fall right into their offer and, hey, I'm not for everyone, but there are a million different entry points, aka funnels, <laughs> into my offer. You know, when low ticket really is not that necessary to do um, you know, to be more specific and say, hey, this is for you if you're, this is the type of person that'll get the best results. This is more for those higher ticket offers. Um, so when someone says you're not for everyone, but then they allow everyone into their offer, I kind of giggle a little bit. 
So force yourself to really understand who is going to indeed be the best fit for your offer. Now, this is where it becomes a lot of fun, especially if you're someone like me and you like to deliver at different levels and you find value in delivering at different levels and you find value in being of service to people who are at different financial access points to create that diversity within your offer suite. I like to think of my Ascension offers. That's kind of the most basic, well-known way of having people kind of step into your world, right? They take these little step ups into your world and then they get to like the high ticket. But I like to think of with my Ascension offers, like what are the foundational levels that a person needs to understand certain things at before they step into my high ticket offer in order to create the ultimate return on investment. I also do enjoy a lot of done with you. I love seeing the brilliance be awakened in someone else. The brilliance that was already there and then these like kind of hidden gems of zone of genius that they didn't necessarily even realize were there. So when we're doing the done with you work, they may have already consumed quite a bit of my free content that lives in the She's So Boss Mindset group. But those who are serious about their results, those who have the level of attachment to their greater picture, their greater purpose that I want my clients to have an attachment to. Those are the people who will not linger in the do-it-yourself land for too long. They will not sit there and waste time putting all of the different pieces of the free content together and try to make something of it. They can and they're welcome to and my free content is in fact designed to get micro results. And I mean, honestly, depending on what your starting point is, you can even create some big bang results with them as well. But I know that my ideal client values moving forward a bit quicker than what the do-it-yourself crowd would value moving forward. And so I move forward confidently in what I teach and talk about understanding that people are always going to want at least a, hey, come and do this with me, sit there and have your eyes and your brain on it while I'm creating it, but also for those who want it just done for them, right? Do this for me, take this off my plate because I have this other big goal that I'm attached to, this outcome, this dream, this vision, to the point where you can give away, like I give away the six pieces of core content. And in fact, if you click the link at the bottom of this, you'll be able to get access to the six pieces of core content and their function. When you want to sit there and be on just one platform, which happens to be Facebook, even though the core content does allow you to go onto any platform, because essentially the heart of core content is you understanding the return on investment of your offer, you being able to talk about your offer simply. And that is going to translate into client attraction on any platform that you go on. But you can right now click and get access to the six pieces of core content and what their functions are on Facebook to help turn Facebook into a powerful simplified sales funnel so that you are creating consistent and sustainable income being on one social media platform. And you will likely even start to get some DMs or some interest right in the comments of your post that start conversations that then you can take and run the ball to the finish line. But, and this is of the piece of marketing that I only know of one or two other business coaches and consultants that actually speak openly about this. And if you could picture it, it's one door kind of closing, but then another door is revealed. Because like I said, you get to create these six pieces of core content, but the only way that the core content works 
is if you know your audience, if you know and understand what it is that they not need, that they don't necessarily need, but that they want, and you know how to articulate it in a way that gets them salivating, and you know how to get highly aligned men and women, ideal clients, into your group or into your audience from other audiences, then yeah, those six pieces of core content will help you start to get an understanding of that. But it's the knowing and understanding of those pieces that make those six pieces of core content really come alive and essentially function as a small marketing and sales team for you. So you get the six pieces of core content. That door kind of closes behind you. And just as that door closes, a new one appears for you to open up and step into. And just like I said on a prior episode where, you know, entrepreneurship, anything where you have a new goal, an elevated goal that requires you to be an elevated version of yourself, it requires you to play the game of truth and dare, there will always be one door that you get to partially or even all the way close behind you and a new one that presents itself in front of you. And one of the huge things that separates those who take elite action and get elite results in entrepreneurship or in any other goals is the ability to look at that new door that presents itself in front of you as an opportunity, not as a, oh, what now? Oh, here we go again. Oh, I thought I was done, right? This idea of finish line. Now, if you do indeed have a finish line, I am not here to knock that. If you have a finish line, if you know that you have a certain set point that's going to make you happy and that that's all you want, that's fucking amazing. But, 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 but there are also many of us and it's not, and I've heard this bullshit before, oh, you're just never happy. You're never satisfied. No. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Now, I don't lift like this anymore, but... When I used to go to the gym, and this is why myself and a lot of other men and women that I know that work out, and particularly with lifting, when they get an injury, they have to stay the fuck out of the gym. In fact, Ronnie Coleman, okay, Ronnie Coleman is such a beast. I have so much respect for that man. He is in a wheelchair. He's had stem cells. You know, Jeff has had stem cells after he had his stroke. So he's had stem cells. He, I think, is the longest title holder of either Iron Man or Mr. Olympia, one of the two. One of the two that like, the one that Arnold Schwarzenegger like dominated for a while. Ronnie Coleman is that person. And even with all of his injuries, he has such a passion for not just weight training, but for understanding that (laughs) there's a weight here that I can pick up. And then there's another weight next to it that's a little bit heavier that I can condition myself to pick up and have that become my new set point. If I see that heavier weight next to the weight that I'm already lifting comfortably, I'm going to fucking go for it. And so you have those Ronnie Coleman type entrepreneurs (laughs) who they might have a set point. They might get to a point where they are perfectly fucking happy where they're at, but they have that insatiable drive where they're in the gym And there's a whole rack of free weights in front of them. And all right, they're curling 20 pounds comfortably now. Okay, but what about those 25s? Those 25s are looking pretty fucking sexy right now. And those 30s, those 30s are looking even sexier. They're going to condition themselves and they're going to keep going and going and they're going to continue to have that curiosity 
Wow, now I've worked my way up to curling 75 pounds. What else can I do? And so I challenge you to ask yourself that if you find yourself asking the question, well, what do I offer for free versus what do I have people pay for? I say that's the equivalent of being in the gym and just staying on the bike (laughs) or just walking on the treadmill versus getting up front, picking up some free weights and lifting. Because I guarantee you that once you start working your way from the five pound weights to the 10 pound weights and so on and so forth and you get off of that stationary fucking bike asking that type of question, which yes, it's legitimate and it seems so important especially when you're just getting started. When you realize, though, that you have this never-ending weight rack in front of you, and with each new weight that you pick up and start conditioning yourself with, you will be able to teach or show or facilitate at yet another level. You understand that you never can truly over-deliver to the point that you cannibalize yourself with the caveat being that you are in fact continuing to pick up those heavier weights, continue conditioning and moving on to then the next heavier weight and so on and so forth. You will evolve and your audience will evolve with you as well as new audience members and new clients coming along. So instead of asking yourself and toiling and 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 just absolutely torturing yourself with that question. Get out there, talk to your audience via Facebook Lives. That's by far the fastest way to have that initial layer of validation. And then when you see that you have hit something on your lives that people are tuning in for and coming back and watching the replay and commenting on, then take fast action and turn it into a lower ticket offer that you run an introductory offer for, and then turn that and the testimonials from that into an offer that is high ticket, where it could be a group offer and or one-on-one. Don't overthink. Stop overthinking. Take action, because that essentially is what allows you to get out there and show your mindset who's boss.